Hi, beautiful beings. Welcome to the Soulful and Authentic Podcast. I'm Joanne Oswell Jones, your host, and today is season one, episode seven, and part four of The Task Ahead is Never as Great as the Power Within. So today I'm going to be sharing with you parts of my story or more parts of the story, the experiences, the gifts, and all those wonderfully challenging events that landed in my path, all of which had one objective, which was to help me see the truth of who I am, who I really am, and who we all are, which is actually far more powerful and capable and worthy than we often think we are. Okay, so let me just dive straight in and right in to continue from last week's episode. So here I was, having just sold the family home privately, which I was so grateful for because that saved me circa £12,000 on estate agency fees, which meant I could put that towards, you know, the debt, the debt repayment. And obviously the cottage that, well, I say obviously, but given that the cottage we were going to move to was partially furnished, I also sold 90% of our furniture to repay more debt. And so after that and all the other costs were taken into account, I was left with a sum total of £1,000, which was going to pay for the first month's rent. During that last few weeks living in the family home and before we completed on the house sale, I had another big task ahead, which was to close my business. Now, some of you know that in and around my daughter's schedules, I was building a naturopathic health, healing and wellness business from the family home. So this was a real tough one for me because not only had my business doubled in turnover from the previous year, and I loved what I was doing, I loved what I was building, I had a strong patient and client list, the practice had a really good reputation, but the the closing down of the business meant me having to take another step forward in trusting that even though my only source of income was from that business, that these events and this situation that I was in and, you know, that we had experienced were all part of what I was meant to be learning. So again, it was stretching me and stepping me out of my comfort zone. I mean, this whole experience of my marriage breakdown, the debt, the deception, the deception of the debt um, had been stretching me to step outside my comfort zone. And, And, you know, there's one thing I know for sure for all of us is that we're being asked to step up, we're being asked to step forth so that we can create not only a much better life for ourselves, but for humanity and for the rest of the world. And, you know, what I've seen time and time again is that the more we resist this change of personal growth um, and, and global growth, the more difficult the changes can be. And it's actually much more liberating. I know it's it doesn't seem that way, but it really is much more liberating to look at it from a place of curiosity um, than to look at it from a place of fear. So any change that we're presented with, if we can sort of just remind ourselves that something is being shown here. So anyway, in the midst of finalising the house sale, the move, the girls, the schooling, I got a call from my ex-husband. And I remember how I was actually trembling in fear before picking up the phone. And so here I was again, you know, with my feet in these two camps. One was the camp of the ego, the much smaller part of me, the fearful part of me. Um, And the other foot was in the camp of being more connected to my authentic self, being more curious, um, you know, being connected to the divine and the universe and an all-knowing truth and power and knowing that this was really 
this fear that I was in was a kind of game for for being small-minded, for being fearful. Um, and despite knowing that and understanding that, I still felt, you know, very fearful. So I picked up the phone and I said hello. Without going into too much personal detail of the conversation um, and the tone of the conversation, I will leave that for your imagination. But he was demanding to know who I had sold to and how much the house had sold for. And then wait for it. Obviously, he was then demanding that from the proceeds, half the profits would be his. And I managed to kind of sort of gather myself together and I calmly said, you didn't want to take responsibility for the half of the mess that was created. You didn't want to take on any of the debt you created. And the day that you walked out, leaving me with a little over a million pounds worth of debt to clear, is the day really you lost all right to pick up the phone and demand of me. And it's really none of your business as to who I sold to and how much I've sold for. And I just put the phone down. Believe me, he was angry. He called again and again and again. And I just ignored the calls. I just, I sat there for a moment shaking and thought, oof. And I thought, you know what? No one, no one should ever make someone else feel like that. And then I thought, wow, here I am right in the middle of another lesson. You know, I, I'm being shown here. What, you know, what is it all about? And then I realized again that as I was saying that to myself, what is this all about? Why, you know, why are my legs trembling? You know, I was reminding myself, well, well Joanne, it's, it's because you've got your feet in two camps, you know, and that I was being encouraged to step away from the camp, which comes from the base of control and fear and to step into a much lighter but more powerful way of being, which is authentic power. And, you know, it really, all these experiences, and I'm sure, you know, I'm sure you've all experienced situations like this yourself or or situations where you just realise that there is so much fear here on earth and how it strips us from who we really are and how we're meant to be living our lives here. In A Course in Miracles, which is a, um, it's something I study, it's a, it's a basically a self-study programme of spiritual psychotherapy and its premise is based upon the fact that there are only two emotions. There's only actually love or fear. So I'm not going to go into too much detail about A Course in Miracles now, as I will incorporate it into shows as we move forward. And actually, some of you may well know of A Course in Miracles. And if others of you don't, you might want to look it up. It's an incredible, incredible education, for want of a better word. But there is one lesson from um, the workbook, which is an exercise that I practice. And um, I just want to share it because it's it's really interesting. Um, yeah, let me just share it with you and then I'll, I'll, I'll um, talk about it afterwards. So in the course, it says, nothing I see means anything. So nothing I see in this room, on this street, from this window, in this place means anything. And then the lesson says, now look slowly around and practice applying this very idea very specifically to whatever you see. So, that table does not mean anything. That chair does not mean anything. This pen does not mean anything. And so the idea is that you practice this lesson a couple of times during the day. Don't spend much time pondering it, no more than perhaps a couple of minutes, and just observe by applying that statement to whatever you see. 
Um, and this is something that I do on a regular basis now. But back then, obviously, I wasn't studying this course. Um, I knew I was being taught lessons, but I, you know, not specifically in the way that I have learned since. Um, but think about it, because actually, had I known that then, all right, it was so much more powerful. It would have been so much more powerful and helpful, you know, um, had I been able to integrate that the teaching of this lesson, because I'd have just been able to say to myself, his shouting and screaming at me does not mean anything. And even when I say that now, even when I do this lesson, and I just look at that sentence and I go, his shouting and screaming at me does not mean anything. It's so much calmer and it's so much more um, just... Yeah, it's it's calmer and it's more powerful than than what I was trying to decipher at the time, which was okay. I've got my foot in this camp and I've got my foot in this camp, and what am what am I being taught here and and how do I handle it? So there's like a sense of strength on that. It does not mean anything, and it's really interesting because obviously um, the course is about learning to come from a place of love rather than fear, and so it's a dismantling of the way we see life and the way we think. And just try it. Try it for the next couple of days. And if you, if you know, get a, get a jotter pad or something, and if you put down, you know, fear as a word, and you look at all the emotions that come under that banner, you know, you've got anger, you've got loss of control, loss of identity. You know, fear is all about coming from a place of there's never enough. So it's like you're having to jostle and fight just to get what you feel you deserve. Um, fear is when you're playing small or you're feeling inadequate and fear is bitterness and it's the hurt and all those sort of lower level um, vibrational feelings come under the banner of fear. Whereas if we look at love, it's a much higher vibration. It's it's trust, it's knowing, it's self-belief, it's expansiveness. It's knowing that we are all, every single one of us, is programmed for our own unique success in this lifetime. It's knowing that there is always enough. I mean, you never see in a patch of flowers, you never see the roses fighting with the tulips saying there isn't enough space for them or, or oh my gosh, look, the lilies are overtaking and there's enough. There is enough for everybody and there is a limitless supply of abundance in every form and that we are enough. You know, we are enough. So have a play with it over the next few days. I find it really helpful and I it really helps me to not get triggered. And in certain situations, it helps me to look at other people's perceptions and how they're viewing life at that moment so that I can just sort of, you know, detach or step away or just, just be curious about the situation that's actually occurring. And one of the really amazing things throughout this whole journey of my path that's been unfolding um, over the last sort of you know, 15, 20 years um, is that understanding that the divine always has our back and that we, we have chosen all of our experiences um, and it's about us stepping out of the panic in, every, in any given moment, stepping out of the drama and then just saying to ourselves, okay, all right, I'm not in the most desirable situation that I'd like to be in. But the moment, the moment that I begin to understand why I'm here and how I got myself here 
is the moment you can almost diffuse it and it gives you such clarity and it's very liberating. During the last week in the family home, um, the girls had broken up for the summer holidays and they had gone on holiday with my ex-husband for the summer. And here I was filled with optimism, (laughs) a thousand pounds for the first month's rent and a week to spend packing up our personal belongings, cleaning the house, completing on the house sale and handing over the keys um, and getting ready to unpack, you know, at the other end. The day of the move, of course I had mixed emotions, you know, let's be honest here, I'd lost my home, which I didn't want to. Um, I couldn't open a bank account for the next three years. A loan had been taken out in my name and my signature forged on it for 25000 The last 17 months of divorce proceedings had taught me so, so much. Um, and here I was on, on the morning of the move. It was a beautiful sunny day and we moved to a tiny little cottage called the Bothy, which had the most incredible views over the Ashdown Forest. Um, I wasn't sure what lay ahead for us and I had hoped that the relationship between my ex-husband and I would heal and improve. Um, I really wanted to achieve that. My priority was to ensure that um, our daughters were happy, that they loved their new school, that they'd made some great friends or that they would make some great friends and for me too to heal over and um, just restart, reset. What I was sure of though was that I was going to put my energy into creating a life filled with amazing experiences. You know, we haven't just come down to this planet to live a soulless life and a life coming from a place of lack, which comes under the banner of fear, which is filled with stress, worry, or um, just surviving, right? We're here to experience so much more. And out of all the lessons that I had encountered up to that moment, um, I hadn't, you know, of course I needed to make sense of some of them, but others, I knew what they were showing me. I knew that the more I began to believe in the possibility of living a life coming from love and stepping into my full essence and my power as a woman, and even though I was tired after what I'd just been through, and even though I knew I needed to take a little break and time to regroup, I was really excited because here I was, a woman, stepping into this new kind of power, a feminine power, in which I was beginning to back myself. And how how amazing, you know, when we when we see what these lessons are and how we shift. I mean, how awesome for me to pass that forward to my daughters, to let them know that they are incredible and that they have so much power and they can create the life that they want, you know, and so that they grow up to be just self-assured, beautiful young women. How fantastic was that? And, you know, for me to be continuing to develop what are now known as my six essential steps to living an inspired life and to go on to write my books and launch this beautiful luxury lifestyle company, The Soulful Woman. I mean, I also knew that times would be, there were going to be times ahead that I would be tested with bullish behaviour or attempts to knock me out of my centre and deliberate actions to push me into fear and uncertainty and doubt. And there were, there were plenty. And I know I'll share those with you over the, you know, the next few seasons. But here's the thing. At that point, with my intentions and my energy and my focus, I had handled it. I had handled a very tricky, messy divorce. And for anyone out there who's been divorced, I know, 
you know what I'm talking about. And for anyone who's going through that process at the moment, I totally understand where you're at. Um, But you've got this. (laughs) You've really got this. I mean, I handled the lies, the deception, the rejection, the financial devastation, the debt. And I'd handled a nastiness that I never knew existed. And above all, what I really learned that was whatever task lay ahead of me was not as strong as my power within. Ladies, honestly, believe me, when I tell you we have so much feminine strength within us and when we shine our light and we give ourselves permission to be the fullness of who we are, it gives millions of other people out there inspiration and permission to shine their light too. I don't know if any of you heard the peace conference. It was quite some time back and it was actually in 2007 at the World Peace Conference in Canada. The Dalai Lama said it would be the Western woman that heals the world. And I really believe that because when we know that we're coming from a place of feminine strength, of love and a place from knowing that everything is possible, it knocks fear off its pedestal. It knocks this old way of living completely off its pedestal. So I look forward to sharing more personal insights, stories and experiences with you throughout the coming seasons. And next week, I am so looking forward to my conversation with another incredible woman who shines her light brightly, Lucy Jane. Lucy is a women's empowerment coach and freedom from addictive behavior mentor. In the past and before stepping into her full feminine power and finding her strength within and not believing it was possible to live an awakened and abundant life, Lucy would indulge in anything and everything in a bid to escape her reality. And Lucy never believed it was possible for her to have that life that she dreamed of. You know, the beautiful relationship, the successful business, the powerful, abundant life and the brilliant health until one one day when she did awaken and her life changed beyond all recognition. For the past nine years of coaching and teaching experience in the area of personal transformation, Lucy has worked with so many wonderful women who believed that they didn't quite hit the mark and who hadn't found their strength and power within. And her work has transformed these women's lives. She's watched them thrive and shine and show up in the world with their very own personal pride and strength. Just amazing. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation and I know you will be too. So be sure to tune into next Friday's episode here on the Soulful and Authentic Podcast. I wish you a wonderful weekend and wherever you are and whatever you're doing this weekend, make sure you shine that beautiful, brilliant light of yours and just step into your full power. For now, much love.